It's Terry Savage, walk-up music on 720 WGN, <laughs> the money lady, the savage truth, the one who speaks the truth. Uh, how are you today, Terry? I'm great. I'm oh, good. Great. I'm, I'm looking wait, around. Um, because you're uh, the sunshine, right? The warm weather. Has everybody a bit distracted? I sure am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <it's> been, <laughs> yes, indeed. I've been looking around for a last-minute tax deduction. You know, we're already in 2024 and in less, far less than seven weeks till your tax return is due. So there is one last thing you can do to get a deduction for last year if you haven't done it already. Okay. If you qualify based on having earned income, you can make your IRA contribution for 2023 up until April 15th. Yeah, you have to find the money, but it's a deduction. So the government's paying what, you know, 30, 40% of its money that would have gone in taxes. If you are um, under age 50, you can put $6,500 away. Over that, you can put $7,500 away. And all you have to do is call Fidelity or Vanguard uh, or walk into your bank and say, I want a tax deductible IRA. All right. Top Good news. That. Yeah. Tax time. It is definitely here. Uh, so the the tech stocks, they took a slide today, right? Well, the, the, the world's dancing around trying to figure out whether everything's going to work out just fine. The Fed's not going to do anything damaging to the economy. We'll get by if they don't you know, cut rates or whether some of the news about layoffs and so forth is portending, you know, a maybe a rockier economy in the months ahead. So the market is where the money puts its mouth and it's been dancing around trying to figure out is, is good news coming or is there bad news coming? And we've basically been floating around up and down for the last few days. What's your gut tell you? Um, the stock market isn't always a reflection of the economy. I mean, the economy could be going down and the market could still go up and vice versa. I have a worried sense about some of the numbers we're getting out of manufacturing, some of the numbers we're getting out of consumer spending, and the horrendous burden of consumer debt. But you know, I mean, I'm always a conservative one. I, I'm, if the day ever comes when I say, oh my gosh, we're going to Dow 45,000, you better sell and run away and kick me off the air. <laughs> Hey, if you have a question for Terry, never that you need to pick up the phone right now or you can text us at 312-981-7200. One of the big headlines today is that Capital One is to buy Discover for $35 wow. billion. It'll be the year's biggest deal. Do you think that'll get approved? You know why I think it will get approved? First of all, it's going to be a tremendous loss for Chicago. They're a suburban Chicago company. They were, I guess it's generous to say, poorly run over the last few years. They had a lot of regulatory problems. And you would think, that was my first thought, how will they ever get this merger approved when they don't let a bunch of other things go through? But this merger actually creates competition because Capital One, although most of its cards are Visa cards uh, or, or MasterCard, this in a way will set Capital One up to compete with Visa and MasterCard networks maybe compete on interchange fees or something like that gives them a lot of power. So if they have any sense in Washington, they'll overlook, oh my gosh, a headline merger, biggest and biggest credit card company. And they will say, gee, this gives them some clout 
to um, make it easier for merchants, uh, cut some of those interchange fees and make it better for shoppers who use their cards. So we'll see. Terry Savage is with us. Somebody just texted in a question and said, do you need to have earned income to get the tax deduction for the IRA contribution? You need to have earned income to even make an IRA contribution. So if you're retired and it's Social Security and dividend income and a pension, none of that qualifies as earned income. It's got to be income from work. Okay. And do you have her locked in? Because I want to go take some calls. Just want to make sure. Oh, that's right. They're ready to go and you're on another line. So that's not an issue. Uh, Al, you're on with Terry Savage. What's your question? Hi, Terry. Um, I'm in my early 70s and... um, I'm looking to, we, have, we live in a condo, and we'd like to get um, a larger living space. Um, so I was wondering if it makes more sense to try and get in a bigger home um, and then take the money that we get from the proceeds of the sale and invest it, or just stay where we're at. Well, that's pretty optimistic. Most people in their 70s are saying, I want to get out of the family home. We don't need all this space. But if you're looking to buy, I suggest that the coming months will be a good time, even though rates have inched up a little bit, because there are plenty of people that are sitting around going, I've waited and I've waited. If rates are going up, I'm just cutting the price and getting out of here. So part of the deal is you want to make sure you don't get caught between trying to sell your condo and buying a new home. I'd sell the condo first. And then, you know what? You might want to look at all kinds of other living options. I don't know whether you're talking about buying a house at this stage. Maybe you want to move into a retirement community or rent and and get a place in Florida for the winters. I mean, it sounds like you've got plenty of options and you should explore them all. Thanks, Al. Okay, Mike is on line two. Mike, what's your question for Terry? Yeah, Terry, uh, yeah, I've been the caregiver for my uh, relative for the last 13 years. In the last seven years, I moved into his house and have been taking care of him then. He's at the point where he needs to go in a nursing home. I am not on the home with him. I've probably spent $200,000 on him in the last 13 years. Uh, I paid taxes uh, on his house. I've uh, uh, bought a, a dryer for the house, uh refrigerator and everything like that and all but what i'm wondering about i know a medicaid requires that you don't divest yourself of assets within five years of going into nursing home is there any way they can waive that requirement or anything i can do well that's a tough one probably you should have set up uh, something over the years that said this is a loan to you to purchase the washer and dryer or whatever else it is I don't know that Medicaid is going to get right around to coming and confiscating, but your name is not on the title. And theoretically, the home is what they could confiscate. The the other things, um, such as the washer and dryer, if you're moving out at that point, uh, he can't sell it to you now. Theoretically, you could take the refrigerator, the washer, and the dryer and so forth into your new apartment or where you're going to live. You're walking on touchy ground here, though, because there is a look back for Medicaid. And since you're not a relative living there as your primary residence, it's going to be touchy for you to remain in possession of the house. They'll come after you at some point. 
Good luck with that, Mike. All right, Terry, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, you can check out terrysavage.com, right? I love the the letters that you respond to and that you post, and I appreciate you coming on today. Get outside. Enjoy the sunshine. Absolutely, Lisa. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Terry Savage, hey, a note about our conversation with Tom Skilling. She said, hey, Lisa, my Aunt Loretta Mayer, Shares a birthday with Tom Skilling, and she turns 100 years old today. She lives in an assisted living facility in the suburbs. She's a huge Tom Skilling fan, and we think it's so sweet that they share milestones this birthday. So happy birthday to Aunt Loretta. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.